everyone. Welcome back to Best Friends Club. I'm Renee. I'm Ashley. And this is season nine, episode two, the one where Emma cries. And cries and cries and cries and cries. We didn't plan that. We both just are the same person. It's her party and she can cry if she wants to. (laughs) It actually Um, is her party, isn't it? And she... It (laughs) is. good point. It is her party. Um, So we've got, you know, we start... We got to kind of wrap up where we were last week, which is still in the hospital, still in the hospital. <sighs> and Ross has just found out that Rachel accepted Joey's proposal. He did not find out that she un- was going to unaccept it, um, <laughs> but is just kind of stuck on the fact that she said yes. And she's like, you know, I was tired. I was exhausted. I would have said yes to anybody. Like that time you and I got married. Mm. Um, but he's really hurt. And she's not very successfully trying to like curve the conversation. Like, oh, normally you get me a present, but I'm going to let that go. And, oh, Chandler's your best friend? I thought it was Joey. Or, or Joey's your best friend? I thought it was Chandler. And so she's trying to like uh, do some misdirection here. And it's just not really working. Mm. And um, then Joey comes in and... Ross confronts him and he's like, oh, sorry, wrong room, folks. Um, So that's kind of where we land. So like we were talking about, it sucks because Rachel said yes, but she was very exhausted. She realized it was a bad decision. Ross doesn't know that, um, but is feeling really hurt, rightfully so, even though no one's trying to hurt him. You know, it just sucks. Well, Um, can I stop you? Or you just can. interject. What I think is tricky is when she's like, I would have said yes to anybody, which I don't yes. remember. Yeah. It's like, I get why that doesn't make him feel better. She's just uh, she's just saying, like, just tell him. It's like, she, nobody is saying here, like, okay, look, before you came in, Janice had just come in and told me about yeah. how we were going to yeah. be doing this alone yeah. and she has experience. I got really freaked out and, you know, I was defending it and saying like, it'll be fine. But like, you know, then it just really got in my head that one of these days you're going to meet somebody else and move on and it was just going to be yeah. us alone. And so I don't love Joey, but he's a fantastic friend. And so I thought, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That to me is a compelling argument. That is a more compelling argument. I know when she says, I would have said yes to anybody. She's trying to make it seem like a not a thing. Like, like it's oh, not about know, Joey. I'm not in love with Joey. It's not about Joey. Yeah. It's not about anybody. It was just, you know, I was tired and it has nothing to do with, with how I feel. You know, she's trying to like dismiss it as not a big deal. Um, but it backfires big time. Um Yeah. So we'll just put a pin in that for now because we're going to have to talk about that later. Okay. But meanwhile, back at the house or back at the apartment, oh, they're setting I, up. Sorry. Before we put a pin in the hospital, can I mention something? Okay. You can. Did you notice um, when – does anybody come in or out of a door? I can't remember if it's this scene or not, but did you notice in the hospital, um, in and out of the front door, there now it's on a, like in a hallway with like a wall behind it, because it's obviously like this. Oh, 
makes me wonder if they filmed episode one at the end of season eight, which is like we've thought that they've done that before with like London and other ones like that, Vegas, London, etc. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, because I think I don't notice. I notice with Joey's hair. I don't notice anybody else's. But um, but yeah, the the hospital room used to face out onto the like entrance to the waiting room, and now it's got a wall. Just a little little well, thing to look out for, though. Yeah. There's a word for people like you. Observant? Script supervisor. You're hired. Ooh. <gasps> I would love to be a script supervisor. Yeah. I think. It's actually more tedious than it's... It, okay. I thought that for a little while. It's just... You know what? A lot of script supervisor, not their entire job, but a large part of their job is eye line. Eye line? So to what make sure mean? you're looking... So you and I are having a conversation, but the camera's on you, making yeah. sure you're looking the same way at me every time. Like, oh, oh my gosh. Like a lot of that kind of stuff. So when it cuts back and forth, it's not like up, down, left, right. It looks like you're having the same conversation the entire time. Oh, I would be terrible at that. Never mind. No, thank yeah. you. I but withdraw my application. Continuity. Yes, but continuity part of script supervisor is really fun because you're like, wait, your hair was up in a bun when we shot it last time or you know those things are easy but like even little things to like having a ring on your finger your nails were painted or not painted because sometimes they shoot mm. a scene and they shoot it a, like, they shoot the rest of the scene or the rest of the day like days later okay um, so yeah um but yeah good catch good catch in the hospital thank you um but now we're gonna or we you want to go to the apartment now yeah, yeah. Now we can resume. I will allow it. Okay. Apartment. Okay, great. Um, so they go to the apartment, and Phoebe had got the decorations. And I love when Monica's like, <laughs> Phoebe did I'm the signs. Trying not to be negative. Yeah, Phoebe's did yeah. the signs, but like I'm trying not to be negative. So I'm gonna say most of the signs you got were good. And Joey, or, <laughs> Mo- Phoebe's like, oh, I can change this. It's not a boy, um, <laughs> because they ran out of it's a girl, and Chandler is sleeping which sets him up for later but um basically uh rachel comes home with emma and sees the giant stuffed gorilla and is like what are people thinking uh you guys i love it (laughs) a gorilla just what every new mother needs just what every new mother needs a giant stuffed gorilla i feel like that is classic like people like us being non-parents do that kind of yes. stuff I wouldn't yes. get a giant stuffed gorilla but I'm sure I've given presents that are like not helpful yeah I know totally. I did that a lot before I got married I always really wanted to come up with a creative gift and guess what there's just a reason that there is a registry it's not mean it's not anything it's, it's just saying these are actually the things we need that could help us get set up for life um because when I got a fondue Stick pot to the list. Oh. Um I was like I didn't I didn't want this. And somebody was um, like we love our fondue pot. So um, or they got a fondue pot that they didn't need and just gave it to me, but um Aww. I was like, "Oh, I used to, what I used to really like doing." And I still I think this is okay, but maybe I'm not. Maybe it's wrong. Getting something off the registry but something to go with it. A good example would be a coffee maker and get some cute mugs or a bag of coffee or something. But the the oh yeah, the coffee makers idea. on the registry, but add a little personal spin to it. Um, yeah, I like that. Or not always, gonna, but sometimes there's an opportunity. 
this is not so I would say do that. So registry option is is preference number one. Registry plus like little something cute reg, um, preference number two. And then in the case where like I was catching up with my friend, I didn't go to her baby shower. So like registry is like long gone at this point mm-hmm. when I was seeing her. And so I was like, I'm just going to go to like a store that I know has like really cute nice baby stuff and I'm just gonna buy like a little outfit because we were coming into summer and so I was like okay so like Mm -hmm. get a summer outfit it's from a nice place so I know she'll probably like it it's not like a and don't I was gonna say it's not like a bargain bin thing which like you can get things on the cheap that are still nice but I wasn't like oh what okay something green fine here it is the cheapest thing I could find that was you know like I was like I'll get something that I would like want to dress if I had a child in. Um, but then I also got like a gift, uh, a um, receipt so she could exchange it. Now I say yes. that or return it. Um, I say that that is option three because I don't want to give her a job to do. She does not need errands right. to have to run. She but like, I got you yeah. errands. Yeah, I got you gift. chores. You're welcome. Um, But yeah, the giant stuffed gorilla. Well, very good intentioned, I'm sure. Um, not so great in practice in a freaking New York City apartment, in especially New York like apartment. if somebody had like a nursery and a playroom, maybe they got room yeah. to spare. Even still, that's pretty. It's a lot. Um, but in New York, I'm like Emma and Rachel are already sharing a room in this. I two feel bedding, like so, and I feel like. I don't know. Maybe there was some sort of cultural context, but like I could see if it was like we got the baby a giant life-size not life-sized but you know like big dinosaur to put in the corner of the playroom because her dad is a paleontologist and so this is like her big stuffed toy she can like ride around on the back of the dinosaur yeah i don't know yeah again maybe they just should see i'm justifying it (laughs) right maybe they should have gotten her diapers because those are what she needs but um good point but uh, yeah, so everybody, they come home with the baby and um, just kind of go with me on this, okay? So okay. they come home, they welcome them home very sweet, and the girls are kind of cooing over the baby. And Ross is like, I set everything up, you know, and Rachel's kind of asking where everything is, and they realize they left the diapers at the hospital. Um. I love when Phoebe's like, you guys got a hospital? Fancy. (laughs) Um, But he's like, no, I left him there, but I'll go get some. And Rachel asked him to get her a muffin on the way. And she kind of hymns and haws. What do I want? Mm -hmm. What do I want? And uh, Petty, party of one, Mm -hmm. says, please take your time. It's not like deciding, I don't know, about marrying someone or anything like that. It's about a Mm -hmm. muffin. Mm -hmm. And so... Ross is still not over it. I don't I don't really expect that he would be over it. Mm-hmm. Um, but Phoebe makes a good point when she's like, well, he got over the we were on a break thing really quickly. So grudges are there to be held in the world of Ross. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I understand. And Rachel also makes a comment that he's more mad at Joey than he is at Rachel. That I don't really understand. Well, she does say, I mean, but I just had his his baby. I and know. So I don't so, think it's logical. Yeah. I think he's just, you know, it's like when 
I don't, maybe this is not at all the same, but like, you know, when um, you find out that your boyfriend or your husband is cheating on you, not you, but like sometimes you hear about people finding out that their husband is cheating yes. and then they get mad at the woman and you're like, uh, yes, maybe you're like spouse, loser for boyfriend. Sure. For yeah. Sure. Right. Like this girl has no um, loyalty to you. She doesn't even know who you are. Your boyfriend or husband does. Yeah, like, totally. You can be mad at her it too, totally but is like that. you really should go be mad at the guy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But you know what it is? It's just misplaced anger. But yeah, that's right. Um, we're gonna get back to that in a minute because right now we have to talk about Emma crying so we can just get it get it over with. Okay, fine by me. And so the girls are like cooing over the baby and Rachel's like, Oh, I just love her so much. Like I miss her. She's right there and I miss her and you know, I've yeah. heard about this phenomenon where you're just kind of like you didn't know you could love something so much. Yes. And Rachel's like, I'm going to wake her up because I made her and I do what I want. And Phoebe tries to stop her. Um, And Phoebe was right because <sighs> Emma will not stop crying. And through the progression of this, they all start kind of turning on each other once again. <laughs> Who should they be mad at? They should be mad at the baby. No, I'm just kidding. They should be mad at Rachel. But, yes. um, but like, I mean... The truth no, is, I wouldn't is that be mad anything at Rachel. could have woken it. her up. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. she could have like closed a door the wrong way or the baby could just startle herself and wake herself up. Yes. Um, and now she but, knows to never do this again. So you got to uh, learn yeah. your lessons. And then they're like, it's been hours. She won't stop crying or it won't stop crying. Yeah. She, <laughs> Rachel, points not out it. that we'll see. Yeah. Um, she Phoebe points out that nothing good can come from having sex with Ross. <laughs> gosh, so I love how Phoebe um, is just losing it. Oh my gosh, Phoebe is like, okay, do we have to stay? Oh, misery loves company. Yeah. Okay, like, and then they're like, try feeding her, try rocking her, try swishing her back and forth like a <laughs> weird, you know, I don't know what that mm-hmm. move is. Um, but like, it is not getting any better. Um. And they just kind of have to suffer through this for a long time. And then it gets worse and worse. And Rachel's mm-hmm. like, how long has it been? Monica's like, a week and a half. A week and a half. <laughs> and um, I love when she's like, okay, you know, Phoebe, you try her. And Phoebe holds her for not like, even an entire second. Yes. And is like, <laughs> nothing, nothing works with works this child. With this child. <laughs> just like. I can't imagine honestly having like the thought of having to watch this episode and listen to a baby cry for like 20 minutes I was like ugh. and then I was like this is nothing compared to what it's actual nothing. parents must have to deal with I cannot fathom and so just I to know. actually be in that room with a baby crying for like and the poor baby like oh, she doesn't want to be crying herself hoarse it's, what it's not real it's not real I know but you know this happens in real life it does. It does. Okay, but you're I right. I'll watch myself. That they're, they might have like <laughs> caught a couple shots of her starting to cry just to sell it, but the crying. Oh they no, added I didn't in think it was later. The real, I, I okay, didn't even think okay, there was good. a real baby okay, in this good. scene. I figured we were back okay, to the good. mechanical okay, baby. No, I sorry, well, I wasn't trying to say like at some points. Yes, I wasn't trying to say like human rights ab- issues like <laughs> on set. I just mean like. You know, this happens in real life. And as as oh yeah, horror, as, as frustrating as it is to listen to a baby crying for hours, you feel so bad for babies that are sitting there inconsolable. Oh, I know. Like on a plane. Oh, I feel so yeah. bad for them. Oh, it's so sad. I actually had a really um, 
sad and frustrating experience on a plane recently, but not frustrating for the reasons you'll think. Um, <sighs> I was on a plane and there is like a woman at the window and a man on the aisle and I'm in the middle of the row behind so I can like see through the cracks kind of thing. Yes. And basically as soon as we take off, the baby starts crying and he's like maybe probably not quite a year. Maybe a Where's year. Where's the baby? I don't know. Is the baby in the middle seat? Oh, sorry. The baby's sitting with mom, but yeah, there's no one in the oh, middle. Okay. okay. And so they had tried to set him up. Maybe he was a little bit older. He wasn't talking or anything, but I would guess he is around a year. So he's crying. It's just very clear. Like his, you know, he's like tugging on his ears and wiping his eyes Aww. and um, trying to like nestle into her. And she's just, poor thing. She is trying everything. She's like rubbing his back and trying to get him to drink and trying to get him to like open his mouth. But he's a baby. And so it's hard to explain that. And um, she is just like trying everything, trying everything. And I noticed the guy and I'm at the end and he like has his hoodie pulled up around his face and has his headphones in. And I was like probably wishing he didn't sit there, you know? Yes. <laughs> and um, so I'm oh, kind of it's like, not oh, her husband. you know, he's just it a random sucks, guy. But, right. So it sucks. Okay. But like you're there. And um. Then after about 30 minutes, I just feel so bad for her. And like the baby's more so like, it, it's almost like a whimper and then a cry. Like he's not just like Aww. screaming the entire time. It was really he's sad. Like, yeah, he's like uncomfortable. But like really having a hard time and she's just trying everything she could. Anyway, after about like 20 or 30 minutes, the guy reaches over and takes the baby while she like digs through her bag. And I was like, hold on. That's the father? And he oh, so has it his, was. It was. I know. I breezed past your question because I wanted the shocking reveal. Um, yeah, it was. And I was like, what? This is garbage. I was so mad. I wanted to like kick his seat so he could not oh. relax. And then I was like, you know what, Renee? You don't know the whole story. Maybe he works nights and this is his only yeah. time. Like, I don't know. But I'm like, Maybe you know what? Up all night I don't think baby. it is. I kind of doubt it, though, because True. even every good parent I know, even if it's not, quote unquote, their turn or whatever, you're in this together. And you might trade off, but there wasn't trading off here. This was like, it doesn't matter if someone didn't sleep the night before. They're still going to help, you know, like on a plane. It's not like you're at home and you can like go in the other room and take a nap or something. Yeah. I was so mad. I like, I... Just Did you just like so glare at him when you guys her. were like Oh, I was glaring. I was just like, if my eyes could have been any more narrow and had like daggers coming out of them because I was like, I can't believe this is your kid and you just let her like wear herself out trying to console him and you didn't do a dang thing. I just, oh. And oh not gosh. even did do anything even like had your headphones in and your Yes. Headphones. Yes. Um, how did the relationship awful. between the two of them seem? Like, were they amicable? Were they, they barely? Like, sp- I don't know. I mean, they didn't they really like spoke. speak to each other, mm. except like when she he took the baby so she could like rifle through and like get. I think she was trying to get like a snack or a bottle or something. Yeah, it doesn't sound and, like things um, are good. It sounds like she does everything, and he's like, you know. Oh, okay. The one thing I will say. So you're right. It could have been that like he was up all night with the baby. 
The only thing I, w- I was just thinking is if he has like um, a pretty intense fear of flying, that would be could really be. tricky. Because like it could be. I, I know somebody that has like not like so intense that they like won't get on a plane, but you know, they do not enjoy flying and they like yeah. can't really talk during takeoff can't really and like it takes them a little while to like settle I know somebody else who's like they won't talk to their partner for like two hours like like two hours before they get to the airport and she said that sometimes it can be like up to a day after they arrive he he's just like still so frazzled and shaken and uncomfortable and like like adrenaline fight or flight that he just like can't really even interact with her or hang out. Yeah. So like that's, mm. that's the one thing I guess I could say that like if somebody was like, and cause I was like, why would you like have your like headphones on and your hood up and you're like completely shutting it out and pretending I'm like, Oh, unless he like truly had to deal with him. And like, if that, that could be why they weren't talking the entire time or he could just be like a real garbage so. person. So we can, I think he's but, a dead you know. beep. He looked too relaxed. He was just trying okay. to catch some shut eye. Like seriously, he looked so disengaged that I I assumed that they weren't together. That's just insane okay. to me. Because like even if you are trying to just like maybe the baby does better with her, maybe there's nothing you can do. You know, there's still that like looking over, like checking in. You know what I mean? Like that just like partnership. Well, I guess that's where I say, unless you have to like, you're hunkering down to take care of yourself because you're so afraid of flying. That's the only thing that in my mind would make sense. He looked too relaxed. He didn't look like he was hunkered. Okay. I hear you then. No. He just looked like he was trying to catch some shut eye and this baby was really cramping his style. Um, Mm. Anyway, that's my story. And so if you're that guy and you're listening, you better not show your face around here because... Just be better. You know, just don't suck so much, maybe, yeah. if you have time. Um. So anyway, that's basically <laughs> what's going on over here, except for Phoebe. Phoebe is that guy, Um. except Phoebe <laughs> is not the mother of this child, so she can't yeah, leave. Yeah, so she... And she, yeah, Monica... She has- <laughs> Monica's trying to provide support, and she's like, you're not the worst mother. You're just new, and, you know, you're going to get better. And I love when she's like remember your first day at work that couldn't have been easy and Rachel's like I don't think dressing provocatively is gonna help me here and um so Monica tries the baby and while Rachel's in the bathroom she comes up with bunny 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 swoop bunny swoop bunny 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 no I'm just kidding that's not what it was but do you remember that little hand thing yeah it was oh yeah I do yeah um I don't know if anyone else knows what we're talking about it was like it's one of those like puzzles um which <laughs> what, uh, if, what was the context you, of it uh basically you said you did do it on what your I hand do. but oh yeah. but oh, it was okay. do it just like I do it and there's like a not a secret but like you're missing something you have to do it exactly the way I do it or you don't get it right um if anyone ever needs Ashley to uh show her fortune telling skills just um, let her know, and she'll do that on your hand. I know what you're getting you know at. What I'm Did talking I spit about? on you once? You spit in my hand. Here's your house, and here's your driveway, and here's your pool. Spit. And I was like, what just happened? It was a great joke. Uh, 
if anyone needs a best friend, you can come get this one. It was pre-COVID. You're um, fine. <laughs> um. Anyway, so Ross Monica's and Renee both baby. holding grudges. Got it. Yeah, this is a long one. I mean, I think that was in middle school. <laughs> it definitely was. Yeah. Um. But so Monica kind of gets her to stop crying. Yeah. And she does, she's so sweet with how she does it, too. She is. She is. And I mean, to be honest, I think not this surprised. is good for Monica. Well, I'm yeah. not surprised. And like if Monica wanted to run away as much as Phoebe did, I would be like, why are you guys trying to get pregnant right now if you're like you can't handle this. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. I know that you grow into this kind of thing, but if you're Mm. truly like freaking out like Phoebe is, I would say maybe don't try to conceive right now. Immediately. Okay. Get some, give it some time and maybe think about it or babysit and see how it goes. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Because then Phoebe's like, see you later, super aunt. Okay, Rachel, let's give it six to eight months. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Seriously. She's like, Um, I'm, No. (laughs) Yeah, I got to go. So, yeah, so she gets her to go down and um Monica's the super aunt and oh, I you know, love we find out later Monica's she just like, gets her on retainer. Well, I like how Monica is like, I have magic powers. Like, you know, she's I so know. she's just so cute cuz this is just so Monica's element. It is. It's very sweet. Um and then meanwhile, as we mentioned earlier, Chandler fell asleep. Which is a new theme for him. He fell asleep during Joey's premiere. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. He's falling asleep in Ross and Rachel's apartment and says he was up all night being stressed about the big divisional meeting. Yeah. And so he goes to the meeting and is still falling asleep. He's like dozing (laughs) off and resting his head on his neighbor and can like have you ever fallen asleep in your office before like at 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 public office well you know a work office not like your desk at home yes you have I was dozing I was dozing I was like my eyes were like rolling back in my head in a really long meeting but there weren't very many people in the meeting so I was like you have got to tighten up (laughs) but I I'm pretty sure I had taken a red eye home and gone straight to work or like driven to a concert three hours away and driven home and gone straight to work as I was wont to do in my 20s not anymore I would be crying in a corner somewhere but um yeah I would definitely not take a red eye and have to go to work the next day are you kidding me I want to come home on Saturday night and have all day Sunday to like unpack go to the grocery store do your laundry leisure 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 Um, uh, but yeah, I, I was dozing off. I like vividly remember it too. We were in a client's office and there were only like four of us. And I don't know if anybody noticed, nobody ever said anything, but I was like, you have got to like pinch yourself or something because you cannot go to sleep. Um, (laughs) it's just terrible. But the guy next to him is like trying to help. He like taps him a few times um, and, you know, 
it doesn't work because he keeps falling asleep. But he's in this meeting and the lady is speaking with like a um, mid-Atlantic accent. Mm, yes. Do you notice that? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, it's Yeah, it's an interesting accent. Um, when she's like, you're going to love Oklahoma. She's very <laughs> like, um, it's very, it's, it's somewhere between mid-Atlantic and like announcer voice. I don't really know what it is, but um, so they're kind of in the meeting. Chandler's asleep and she's like, okay, if everyone's on board, it's settled. Chandler, are you on board? And he just says, yes. Yes. Problem solved. Chandler will be running our office in Tulsa. You're going to love Oklahoma. So my guess is, like, what do you think happened here? Because if he's asleep, she's, you know, it's like when we were in high school and we would pass notes, we thought we were really stealth. We thought no way teachers saw us doing this. Of course they saw us. They're not stupid or blind. They saw us passing notes, you know. Mm. And I'm like, he is clearly asleep. For the whole meeting. So I hadn't, it's like I hadn't really they were talking about. Before. You know what I mean? Like they're sitting there saying, Tulsa or uh, Chandler, are you on board? And he wakes up like they didn't see. They Everyone didn't look at him when they said Chandler, you know. And my guess is he was asleep. And they were like, well, since Chandler's asleep, should we just volunteer him to go? And everyone was like, yeah, I mean, I don't want to go to Tulsa. <laughs> So, yeah, let's make Chandler go. Chandler, are you on board? And that's what happened. Um, You blew my mind a little bit with the teacher comment because you're probably <laughs> totally right that I'm like, I never thought about that. I just, yeah, you're probably right. They probably was just like, I don't care enough to, like, call these yeah. kids out. Like, nobody's dying. They're just passing notes. Um, Yeah, I'd have to imagine. I once, yeah, like... I, you're probably right. That must have, and I, I wonder if it was one of those things where like nobody is like Chandler's sleeping, but like somebody probably like you know made like a head nod, like hey, yeah, like look. yeah, like points, and they were like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, and they're like, oh, so then should he be the one that goes and runs the office? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, okay, Chandler, then it settled. Chandler, <laughs> yeah, that's probably exactly what happened. Yeah. So. He goes to the office, or to the office. Oh, my gosh. Um, he goes to the apartment and is like, can I talk to Monica? You know, I love when Phoebe's like, oh, I'm part of this. <laughs> he's I'm like, actually- it's more of a husband and wife thing. <laughs> yeah, she's trying to get out of, because Rachel's like, Oh, I have to go change her diaper. Do you want to come with me, Phoebe? No, I'm I'm part mm-hmm. of this. <laughs> I'm part of this. And he's like, she's like, I knew I should have married Chandler. Um, and Chandler is like, hey, you know how we always said it'd be really fun to move to Paris? You know, oh my gosh. picnic along the Seine, go wine tasting, French cooking. And she's like, oh, yeah. You know how people I- say Tulsa is the Paris of Oklahoma? I know who says that people who have never been to Paris. I yes. have to give Chandler credit for the approach. Yes. I think if you were going to have to break it to Monica, that is the angle to take, right? <laughs> well, I don't know because it's just a giant bait and switch. 
you know? If he was like, because we're moving to London, maybe. Yeah, or but Barcelona. You, you or... wouldn't have to really twist someone's arm for that. Okay, pretend. Okay, yeah, say this, Renee. I say that, that. I don't know. I don't think that she, I mean, clearly she doesn't fall for it. Say that um, something happened to your, um, say that, say that at work you have to move to Tulsa. How are you convincing Matt that you guys now have to move to Tulsa? Probably, well, <laughs> different because I am not being forced to move there because I fell asleep. <laughs> Yes, you are. You're in this. You're Chandler. You're in this situation. Oh, I'm Chandler. Except it's you and yes, except it's you and Matt. How do you fix that? Okay, I think actually what I do is I say I'm gonna have to get a new job because they want me to move to Tulsa. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. That's probably what I would do too. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I, I don't think that there's any convince. If we're saying the situation is the same, like I basically got tricked into doing this. I was tricked into all these things. <laughs> Who should um, I say tricked me? But you know what I mean? Like if I got myself into this stupid situation, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to convince her to move to Tulsa. Like it's not happening. So I either have to get out of it or I have to get a new job. Because if it was just like you're being transferred to Tulsa because – you're getting a promotion. And she even asked that. She's like, did you get some sort of big promotion or raise? And he's like, no, but they are going to get us a Ford Focus. <laughs> a lease on a Ford um, Focus. So, I mean, yeah, like I just, I don't think I would. I'd be like, yeah, I have to get a new job because they want me to move to Tulsa. Um. So Chandler is like, okay, I'll get out of it. And he goes yeah. and meets with his boss. And he tells her that he didn't know what he was talking about because he fell asleep. And he tries to make it funny. She doesn't. I mean, would you? No, of course (laughs) not. Like, no. She know. As we've said, she knew he was asleep. That's why he got selected. She knew. Yep. And uh, she's like, my. He's like, my wife doesn't want to go. So, you know, I love Tulsa, but. You know, I can't go because of my wife. And then he just um, gets the shovel out of his bag and starts digging himself a giant hole. Spiraling. He's like, Carol, can I call you Carol? But your name's Elaine. What a great picture of your son. Oh, that's your daughter. Oh, I'll call you from Tulsa. Like, it is so bad. Um, I don't think anyone's ever handled anything worse. (laughs) Um... (laughs) And uh, I did look up because I have heard rumors that they did this because Matthew Perry was in and out of rehab. Oh, However, so that's he's why. not, but he's not not in any of the upcoming episodes. But it would make you sense know? with why he's filming his like if he has some of if he's going to potentially not be able to be there for scenes in the future like in this season maybe but they it's not like they film him by himself the whole season they don't they everybody is together still 
like not the whole time though. He like no, he has some but episodes like, by himself. Not the whole episode. Not that I can think of. Not the whole episode, but still. he's got scenes by himself. So maybe it's like his own filming schedule, or if it's like if for some reason at the last minute he can't make it, we can like write a plan B for like why isn't Chandler there? Maybe, and that could be more what it is. I but I couldn't I couldn't substantiate any of these rumors on the internet, so I don't know. Um, I read the I don't know that we talked about true. this. I read the Matthew Perry. I read his book, his biography. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 his yeah. autobiography, and I cannot remember now. There was definitely um, a season that he says they were like he was like there. Oh gosh, sorry. Um, let me start over. There was definitely a season where he was like fresh out of rehab or had like just checked himself in and was like, guys, I'm at rock bottom. Like I need mm-hmm. to go to rehab, and they were like. But I think he's like, okay, like I'm I'm in a place where like I can I can think about filming again. And they were like, it has to be this week. Like it needs to be now. It needs to like if we're gonna if you're gonna keep doing this, like we need to a decision. We need to know. And he I think he said it was mm. his sister was like I think it was his sister, like went to people from the show and was like, I am pulling him off this show if you if you keep this up. Like his health mm. is number one. His life is number one. And like, yeah. you do not dictate when he needs to be here and be making decisions if he is not in a healthy place to do so. And I can't remember if it was like season nine or not. Obviously, all the details I just said are fuzzy. You read the book and you'll remember. <laughs> okay. Um, but maybe. But maybe it was one of those things where they were just like, all right, well, we can't commit. We don't know if he's going to be yeah. healthy enough, if he's going to be available. So we just need to have an excuse in our pocket just in case. Yeah, it could be. And because it, it could have been that kind of thing, because that like I totally agree with you that like his health comes first, but he's in a contract. He's you know what I mean? Like um, other people's jobs depend on that, too. And so if they can't give him an answer... They have well, to I make think some he, sort of decision. He, that was, but like they were renegotiating contracts every year, right? So you're not necessarily contracted for the next, it was potentially before True. the contracts were signed. True. And they were like, well, we need to sign these by the end of the week or something like that, right. you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also hard when he's made such poor choices that now it's bleeding onto everyone else. So, you know, it's like, it's really, it's so complicated and it sucks for everybody. But, I mean, thankfully he got the help he needed. But that's actually a good point that they might have just done this so they could um, excuse his absence if ne- mm. if necessary. Um, that's actually a really good theory. So, yeah, but I couldn't find anything official to back that up. Um, but finally, after it's very clear the nail is in the coffin, he is going to Tulsa. Um he comes back to the apartment and Monica's like, we just got her to sleep. And he's like, oh, good. So there can't be any yelling. <laughs> <laughs> and just says, OK, good. We're moving to Tulsa. And that's kind of where we leave them. Um, she goes, why is she crying? Oh, she got she missed. Her. That was the first part, I guess, when she's like, <laughs> yeah, she missed her. She, she, thought, she thought you said she was moving to Tulsa. I feel like uh-huh. this is a good time for us to say we have a friend who lived, lives. Does she still live there? No. She lived, she moved, and she now lives there again. So, yes. Oh, okay. They went Present back. Tense. They liked it so much. They're back in Tulsa. They liked it so much. 
They loved it so much they went back. It is the Paris of Oklahoma from what I hear. Well, um, you've been. We went for her wedding and I yeah, bought a Tulsa t-shirt at the airport. Yeah, Ashley, Ashley. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. I, I was, was like, not I into Tulsa this... whatsoever. It Wasn't it a like a tank top too? Yeah, it was bright yellow and it was like a tank top, like a muscle tee. <laughs> I don't have it anymore. Don't worry. Muscle tee. <laughs> You muscle tea, yeah. We were like, that's an impulse buy if I've ever seen one. Oh, yeah. Um, it was like a day after wedding, like sitting in airport impulse buy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And it was a dry wedding, so you can't blame it on the a- 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 alcohol. It was? Um, Yeah, it was a morning wedding. Don't you remember? We went out oh, that night. We went to that karaoke like, we bar. Actually, that was really fun. Yes, that was. <laughs> that karaoke bar was a lot of fun. Um. I just remember Blurred Lines uh, by Robin Thicke was really popular that year. Mm -hmm. And either someone sang it or it came on a lot. I can't remember now. (laughs) But I just, that song is attached to that night, the memory of that night. Um, But yeah, so anyway... Tulsa we're gonna see more of Tulsa we actually won't see more of Tulsa but we'll see more of Chandler in Tulsa and finally we've got this weird little anger we're not gonna call it a love triangle we're gonna call it an anger triangle between Joey and Ross and Rachel and as previously stated Rachel said he can't be too mad at me because I just had his baby so he's really mad at you um And as Joey points out, that's not fair. I can't do that (laughs) in reference to having the baby. Um, Hmm. But when Ross is out running his errand. um, Oh, actually, sorry. Back up. Yes. But before that, uh, uh, Rachel was like, I actually don't think you should be here because he's pretty upset. And. Joey's like well I didn't think that either but someone told me to come and then Chandler was like well what should I what do I know I thought we needed a bigger gorilla so Mm -hmm. he does leave but then when Ross is on his diaper slash muffin run getting accosted by Gunther for having (laughs) Rachel's child he's so mean he's like I can't believe she slept with you in the first place and he's like oh because Wait, what? Yeah, because he's not used to Gunther <laughs> being so, like, direct. And he's like, I oh, I get it. You're making a joke. Like, no, wait, what? Huh? <laughs> so Joey comes in and sees Ross there. And he's like, I know you're pissed. We need to talk. And Ross is just trying to avoid. He's like, we don't have to talk. I don't want to talk to you. You didn't, you know, whatever. And Joey um, says he doesn't, didn't technically do anything wrong, which Ross takes not well uh, he doesn't take well he takes uh well, not offense to it but um i don't know he doesn't like it well he like latches on and, to it doesn't he and he's uh-huh. like oh you didn't do anything wrong yeah and then he's like you accidentally quote unquote with the fingers picked up my grandmother's ring and accidentally quote unquote proposed to rachel and this is when we learned that Joey doesn't know what this means with the with finger the quotes. quotes. <laughs> Can I ask a question? So at this point, yes. does Ross not realize that, does Ross not know that Joey didn't, he knows that Joey didn't say, will you marry me? Is he just, yes. is he mad that Joey didn't like clear it up sooner? 
Because what did he? What like so? Joey can't help the fact that the ring fell out of the jacket, yes. and that Rachel, like, I don't. Maybe yeah. he thinks that Joey, like, did do it on purpose. I don't know. I yeah. I think there's a few things at play here. I think one, he probably in the back of his mind because he keeps saying accidentally. Like, he doesn't believe it was an accident. Like, he did it on purpose. Yeah. So he believes that Joey somehow did this on purpose, which doesn't make a lick of sense, except that he's like, Joey had feelings for Rachel. Still has. We all know that Joey still still has has feelings. Still has. He's just been pushing it down. So he thinks that's a product of this, which isn't true, but Ross has made this up in his head. Yeah. And he's uh, got this, like... Uh, whatever bias, whatever it's called, confirmation bias, that it's true because he did this. And then I think the other thing that's at play, which we'll get into later, is that he's actually just really mad at Rachel and hurt. But he's putting all the blame on Joey. Because I'm like, actually, out of everybody here, I really like, like I said, I don't think Rachel did anything wrong. She responded out of fear and tiredness and then was going to correct her mistake. I don't think Ross did anything wrong by having the ring and not proposing. And I don't think Joey did anything wrong by kneeling down. It was just like a case of bad timing. But like out of everybody here who is really not involved is Joey. And he really didn't do anything wrong. Like there's no technicality about it. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Other than not jumping on Rachel and saying, no, I'm not proposing. I just found some ground. Yeah, it's um I think you what you said at the, some point in that um was spot <laughs> that on. Soliloquy. It's like in that <laughs> Oh, good word. Um is that Ross is just really hurt because he, is. he finally had mustered up the courage to go in, put himself on the line again and be like, "Hey, Rach, should we start something back up? Not knowing whatsoever how she was going to feel and being afraid he was going to like ruin the life of him and his baby. You know what I mean? By like making it awkward. Yeah. yeah. But he had finally mustered up the courage to go say something. And he's just so hurt that he feels like Rachel didn't care about him, would have chosen anybody. And like, not just yeah. anybody, but like his best friend, you know? So it's insult and to injury. Somehow, it's insult to injury. Somehow Joey did this to him. So it's just like he's yes. blinded by how hurt. He is. So, he yeah, is. I think and you're, that's I think all you're I right. see here. He's so hurt that he's like he has to put this emotion somewhere, and Joey just feels like the the most um, likely candidate because the truth is, is because he's so hurt by Rachel, but he still wants to be with her, and so he doesn't want to like ruin it. And like you were saying with the um, someone cheating on you, it's the same thing. It's like, well, I love you. I don't know, but I don't know this person. I mean, he knows Joey, but like. He's in love with Rachel. And so that's like a tie that's always going to bind, you know? So anyway, Joey's saying, I'm sorry with the air quotes and it's not working. And he he kind of is like badgering Ross, which I don't think is great. Um, he's clearly agitated and doesn't want to talk. So if it was me, well, I don't know. <sighs> it's hard to say if it was Ross me. Ross is if never going to want to talk. You know what I mean? That's true. But I also feel like it is still just in the heat of the moment. Like, can we give it 24 hours? You know? Like, they just got home from the hospital today. literally just got home. Um, And if he won't talk to you in, like, two days, be like, listen, we have to figure this out. But I I think Joey's trying to nip it in the bud. And it's just, 
instead he's like harassing him to can forgive I, him and yeah did i tell you that um somebody i work with said snip it in the butt <laughs> <laughs> oh that's like you're making a mountain so out of a mohill cute um because english is not their first language and so mm. like phrases like that like what on earth yes. does nip it in the bud even mean i something to do with flowers right. i guess so like well most people, totally a lot of people say it. snip it in the butt nip it in the butt too yeah, yeah, I've heard nip it Which in the butt. Nip, but he said snip it in the butt and on Aww, <laughs> meeting that's at really work. Cute. And he, it was so adorable. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> snip it in the butt. Um, it is <laughs> Which really is good. also like cutting out the problem. Like I get it. It's just snip it in the butt. <laughs> snip it in the butt. That's the thing. Is the problem with these phrases with multiple like understandings is they all kind of make sense. Yeah, you can justify because it. it is kind of like an idiom or something. I don't know. Can we just say snip it in the butt yeah. from now on? Because it's so cute. Snip it in the butt. New name of our podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> snip it in the butt with Renee and Ashley, please. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that podcast so, would be about, but anyway. The, me either. Um how we say words wrong that we could do yep. for seasons on seasons. Oh, um, but yeah, gosh. so Joey's kind of like in his face and is like, no, scream at me, hit me, curse me, like curse at me. You'll feel better. And he's like, I'm not well, going to hit you. Like, I don't want to. And he's to. like, I can see it in your eye. You do want to hit me. And so I think this is how Joey would respond. Like, I think he's just thinking yes. like, how would I want to react? I'd want to go punch the guy. And so I'm assuming Ross just wants to punch the guy. So Ross, just do it. Punch me and get it over with. Yep. Yep. And Joey like, I mean, I understand his predicament because he didn't do anything wrong and he doesn't want Ross to be mad at him, which is not an unreasonable request because he didn't yeah. do anything wrong. So I understand yeah. why he wants to bring this to an end as quickly as possible and like basically wants the the punishment to fit the crime. And so he's like, you'll feel better if you hit me. Um, And then Joey takes his bag and is like, antagonizing him and so finally hit me hit me hit me hit me yeah yep and so he tries and freaking joey ducks oh my gosh it's the metal pole it is so funny and when he turns around and gunther's just like (laughs) oh my gosh and then joey in like what I can only say as true Joey fashion, I can't help it. Fist comes at your face, you duck, look, and then punches Ross in the face. Honestly, I know this is oh. like so bad for Ross, but it's I it's so funny. It's so funny. And he Oh gosh. So now Ross has like probably a broken hand and a punched face. Gunther's laughing. Joey, if Ross wasn't mad at him before, he sure is now. And Joey tries the quote marks again with oops. Oops. And it's not <laughs> yeah. well received. Oh um, my gosh. So they go to the hospital and and Ross is all pissed off. And um, Joey's like trying to make jokes and trying to like talk to him. And he's like, you can just leave. I'm going to fill out these forms. And Joey volunteers. And why? Know, because my misshapen claw is having trouble. <laughs> right. 
But I mean, we say this a lot because when he's like name, oh, I know it's Ross, but like, is it like Russell or Rostifer? Well, they, I'm, that was cut out on my episode. So I think it might be something. That it if was? You, mm-hmm. If you stream it, I, I'm pretty sure, unless I stopped paying attention for a oh. second, but I think because he goes name and he like looks at him and he's like, you know my name. And he's like, oh yeah. And then just moves on. But in case it did oh. cut out, he goes, no, I know it's Ross, but what is it short for? And he like looks at me, he's like, it's just, and he's like, you know, like Rostifer or I can't Russell. remember. And then he's Russell. And he goes, it's just Ross. And Joey goes, oh, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh, it. So I don't know. Funny. It's so good. It's so funny. So, okay. So you don't know my full name. Okay, fine. Uh, date of birth, May Timber, you know. <laughs> Thank Occupation, you t- dinosaurs. Yeah, goes, okay, that's actually fine. Just, just write dinosaurs, yeah. But you know when you're already mad at someone, stuff like this is just like Oh, it kindling. just makes you like seethe. Yes. Oh, gosh. Because he's like, all I wanted you to do was leave me alone. And it said you made me punch a pole, punched me in the face, and now are basically like telling me you don't like, know me at all. Like, oh yes, my gosh. Yes, yes. It's just terrible. So... Then they get to emergency contact and relationship and, you know, finally like, we're getting to the root of the problem here. Yes. And he's like, you know, you and Rachel aren't just roommates. And Ross is like, well, I think we are. But, you know, I thought we were going to be together. But then she said she's going to marry you. And well, she yeah, said she would goes- marry anybody. And I don't want to be anybody. <laughs> He goes, because um, he's like, Rachel, just put down roommate. And he's like, you guys are more than roommates. You And he's like, not right now. And he's like, yeah, but you're going to get together. And Ross is like, I mm-hmm. don't think we are, Joe. And like, he didn't say because of you. But he does say right. like, I don't think we are. You know, she said she'd marry anybody. And then, yeah. And then he starts like tearing up, which is so sweet. Yeah. Um, but he's like, he tries to talk himself out of it. Like, oh, it was probably better this way. We don't want to go down that road, you know? Yeah. We had a plan. We'll just stick to what the plan was. Just live yeah. together and, you know, co- co-parent. Co-parent. Yeah. Um, but Joey makes a good point. He's like, for what it's worth, you and Rachel, you're not just anybody. And he uses the quotes right. Yeah. Um, but Ross also says I'm fine in this episode, but not in the high squeaky way he says it in the future. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So this is kind of the ice thawing for Ross and Joey because we've gotten to the root of the problem, right? He's hurt and he was just taking it out on Joey because sometimes it's easier to be pissed off than it is to actually be hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they see everybody later and uh or sees Ross sees Rachel later and sees the claw and and uh she's like he's like oh you know had this thing with Joey you should see the other guy kind of thing yeah she's like we have to talk about Joey and you have to get over it I never wanted to marry him and he's like okay and then she says what she really wants is to eat and sleep and shower. Yeah. And get some rest before they have to do it all over again. And like it's very clear Fair now enough. that the moment has passed. 
for anyone. And honestly, that is probably the reality no matter what. Like you can't think about your relationship when you have a newborn like that. I mean, you're in true survival mode. Like they have to eat every couple hours and like constant Mm -hmm. changing, burping, feeding, not getting continuous sleep. Like this was probably going to be the case if she said yes to Joey, if Ross proposed, if her and Ross just decided to cook things back up in a slight way, like the reality of today is we have to get up and do this all over again, you know? Yeah. And she just, I think she's just like, I can't even think straight. Like I'm so exhausted. Right. Right. Like I have no idea. Like I I can't make these decisions. Yeah. Right. I understand that. So I kind of have a long day at work. I can't even like decide what I'm going to eat. I'm like, I don't know. It's food. I can't imagine all this. I know. So I feel like Rachel really, like, she does it really simply. She doesn't use a lot of words, but she kind of just puts the whole thing to bed. You know? Like, this isn't just isn't what we're talking about right now. Um, We've got to focus on this baby. So. Yeah. 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 So Ross and Rachel, just friends, just roommates, but Emma's home. And uh, the only thing at the very end is when the guys are talking and he's like, it's a natural instinct. Like, Joey's trying to defend that he punched Ross in the face or that he ducked. <laughs> yes. And uh, he goes to pretend punch Chandler. Chandler moves and he punches Ross again. Ross again. again. <laughs> punches him right off the oh, stool. <laughs> Rossell. Punches him clean off the stool. Um. So, yeah. So, you know. I Had thought a lot of Ross punching. and Joey were good, but um, maybe not so much anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't see me, but you know I was doing air quotes. Yes, I do. <laughs> um, of course, of course. So yeah, so Emma is asleep. Joey and Ross are good, I think. Ross and Rachel are are with nobody, and they're not um, talking about it at, right at this juncture. They're not talking about it at this moment, and. Uh, Chandler is moving to Tulsa. TBD if Monica will join him or not, if he still has a wife or if he just lives in Oklahoma now. Oh, my gosh. Um, Well, Monica is too busy being on retainer as Rachel's unpaid baby crier stopper. So she can't go anywhere. Um... Yeah, but we'll see how it all pans out because I know you're all just waiting with bated breath for what's going to happen next. Can't wait. Um, Because next week we will be back with the one with the pediatrician. Which, so, as, as so often happens, the there's much more exciting things in the episode uh, not related to the title. So looking forward to it. Yes, very true. Yes. Well, we will see you same place, same time. See you next week. Next Bye. week. See ya. Bye.